Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the horde? Sail here. Welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, February 8th, 2009. This is episode 102 entitled. Oh, it's actually, so it's 101 and we don't have a title. Oh, 101 <laughs> and we don't have a title. <laughs> Insert title here. I think we have another one of those titled that too. But we'll, it's do been the, a great... we'll do the trendy thing and, and come up with a title during the show. Right, and then we'll stick it in at the beginning. All right, so uh, so pay attention and you'll find out the title. My <laughs> name is Aprilian, uh, and I'm your host. And with me are my two glorious co-hosts, Asheo. Good morning, Asheo. Good, good afternoon. afternoon. And good morning, Glanther. Good morning. How are we doing this week? Super. So um, we've in the middle of Lunar Festival. Still having seems yep, to be going still. forever. <laughs> it's just like I the think, third podcast we've done while Lunar Festival was on. I think so. I think this is the longest festival in the in the game. Have to be surely. Yeah, I don't think summer the summer fire festival doesn't last this long. What about and on top? What about Brewfest? Isn't Brewfest pretty long? Yeah, Brewfest is pretty long. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, on top of this, once we're done with Lunar Festival, we have uh, Valentine's Day. That's a short or, one. Oh yeah, that's a very short one. That one's yeah, uh, it starts to, on the. F- uh, you're gonna have to rush to get the uh, the achievements done for that because you've only got one weekend. And, and yeah, only, ex- thought, only spans one weekend. I thought we'd start off with uh, maybe a quick discussion of achievements and what it means to us. Um, one, well, one of the things, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up is because I, I seem to think, to hear a lot of people talking about trying to do them all. And, um, you know, I listened to other podcasts and someone was a little bit upset because in order to get the Lunar Festival achievement, you have to be a level 80 in order to get, um, the elder. Mm-mm, because one well, of the coins. It's, it's, I reckon you could probably do it at 78. 78, okay. Yes, one of the coins is in um, Heroic Gundrak, mm-hmm. but you don't have to go in and kill everything. You can ask somebody that's done Heroic Gundrak in that day and, and, has, and has cleared the instance uh, if you can go in on their ID and just walk in and talk to the Elder and walk out again. So the only actual level requirement is the level requirement to get into a heroic instance. And I know it's lower than 80. Oh. And, and I, th- I think it's higher than – I think we tried to get a 77 in and he couldn't get in too low. So I, th- I think it's 78. Well, I think that it's interesting and probably appropriate that you just can't do everything in the game regardless of your level. You know, that some things are left for a specific end part of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't... That's reasonable. And then I think there's 
also a component too about like if you do all of the achievements, you know, if you've done every single one of the world event achievements, your you know, your ward is that you get a violet proto drake. I mean, that's something that like a level eighty character could actually use, you know what I mean? Like you have to be I mean, I, actually, I suppose anyone 70 or yeah, above can do it. But even there, that's, the reward requires that you have to have a level cap. Mm, but the flip side to that is it takes you a year to do. So even if you're level 10 now, in, in a year's time when you get your proto-drake, you'll probably be 70 or 80. Well, if you're most people. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you could just well, there and you could do everything over the... Even that can fly are brilliant. Come on. <laughs> so everyone must have a tune that can fly. Can fly, yeah. But I'm just glad that it is a difficult thing. I mean, if and when you do finally see someone with a violent proto Drake, you should probably just bow down to them or, or, or you know, slash salute definitely because it means that they took a lot of effort and they got, you know, achieved all. They they achieved. <laughs> yeah, well, achieved it, I mean, it's going to be um, Hallow's End. Come... Uh, well, no. What's whichever one it is? Right before Hallow's End. Before Hallow's End, you're going all of a sudden. You're going to be seeing a shite load of proto drakes, right? Because Hallow's End was the first one that you could that you could get. Right. So maybe Brewfest was that right before Hallow's End? I think. I think they even overlapped a little bit. It is Brewfest is right before the um, right so Hallow's End. Probably the next Brewfest. And, you know, even though I know I can't get to the end, I'm still trying some of the stuff, you know, just to, like, I'm trying to get as many coins as I can. And um, well, Why wouldn't I, you? Next time around, you've got minimal work that you need to do to actually to get the title. Right. And so that makes it even, you know, more fun. And yep. uh, one thing I learned is there's certain achievements that you can do in group that, you, that, and that don't work on other achievements uh, that won't work in group. And I'm particularly talking about uh, loving uh, to all the squirrels I've loved before. Mm-hmm. If you're in group and you love an animal, it doesn't count for anybody else in your group. But no. if you're in group and you kill a pest, everybody in the group gets the uh, gets the achievement checked off. Yeah. That's the other thing I love. I love the check boxes. I love looking at how many things <laughs> I've done. I've loved, you know, it's neat just to see that, you know. And like um, when we discussed last week, uh, right after you left, Glanther, we uh, went through and looked at each other's achievements. We compared achievements, and of course, um, on the low end. I was surprised that um, Blade didn't have a huge number. Yeah, well, he's been concentrating on other things. And it was nice having him in the podcast. It was really nice. Yeah. We should get him in more often. Right, we sure should. So, uh, and at I a minimum, to, should be submitting now that you know we know that he doesn't talk like a chipmunk, but you know, right. he should <laughs> submit his uh, mail in, in uh, as audio. And as audio, I actually thought he was a chick. What? <laughs> trying, well, I, I oh, couldn't figure I out why yeah. he wouldn't do yeah. you know, audio if he wasn't, you know. Or he talked with a lisp or something. Not that there's anything wrong with anyone that talks with a lisp. That's perfectly fine. You thought maybe because he, he came over from the Alliance, he might be a 12-year-old boy? Right, exactly. You're like, hello, my name is Blade. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the background, we'd hear, get off the 
computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for you to go to bed. <laughs> so anyways, I guess we should dive right in. Who wants to go first this week? Good Lord, not me. I'll go first. I got my notes, and I've I've had so much fun doing my usual crazy stuff. (laughs) So uh, last week, um, when we last saw the crazy group of alts known as Aprilian, Vale was so close to dinging, uh, she was at, I think, level 47, and Pramal was close to dinging 58. And the whole idea was that I once Pramal was, would get to 58, she could give a level to yep. Vale. And then Vale could then ding and then she'd get another level right away using just a lesser amount of XP. So um, I ungrouped and Pramal um, just went out on her own with uh, Orok the Skinner. You know, I, I feel kind of spoiled being able to just haul my own Skinner around with me. You know. Yes. Kind of well, that's all you need, isn't it? I mean, three tunes yeah. and you've got all gathering professions with you. Right, that's awesome. So um, I knew that if I went into a higher area and got better XP, I would probably get, you know, it would go along faster. So we went to winter spring. And because um, the only reason why I was really in Azara was I was trying to get that uh, whelpling. The, uh, um, I guess it's a. Azure Whelpling, and I got one before, so it was kind of crazy to even try again, but uh, I saw someone in trade chats um, hawking one, so I'm figuring that they probably just got one, and my chances of getting one was, you know, going down. So mm-hmm. I headed to Winter Spring, and at the same time, I had a Aprilian on, an, on my other computer running around getting coins, <laughs> and they ended up in Winter Spring at the same time. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. Yeah, so um, there's there's two places in Winter Spring. There's one right in the city of Everlook, which is really easy to get to. And then there's one uh, at the bottom of this lake where there's some um, wrath, oh, high bane spirit thingies. So um, since Aprilian was there and she is a warlock, and I had Auroch and, uh, and of course, uh, Vale could summon because they she was on the she's on a refer refer a friend count. I had them bring people in and out, and I've been doing that you know over and over again for the last few days, and it's kind of you get kind of confused <laughs> at some point because one refer a friend can refer another you know, can summon someone from the other account, but you know it's an hour cycle and you have to remember who has and each timer is independent so i have to remember who can summon and who can't and of course i started bringing in some lower level characters so i had pramal running around um killing stuff to make sure that the lower level characters didn't get killed and actually one of them did get killed right after they had gotten the coin and when they got killed they ended up in the graveyard that was right by everlook <laughs> so, and they went oh okay i'll just uh it's accept the- yeah <laughs> so have, have you renewed your refer a friend again? I What's I just thing? did it. I just did it twice. I just did this. This is one of the second must be, one. It, it, must be nearly run out, isn't it? Yes. As a matter of fact, next Friday at seven p.m. is the last. <laughs> not the accounting or anything. <laughs> no, not the accounting. So, so one of the things that I, I did start doing this week was I I realized I had a bunch of level one alts, and 
I'm, I started thinking, well, this would be a great time on these two accounts to get them up to, um, to at least 10 for two reasons. One, if they're at 10, and especially if they do a bunch of these coins and stuff, they can, uh, they can, they show up on the, on the armory and they also, uh, get cheaper stuff. You know, I have I, when they're buying pets, they're usually fifty silver, and if they're at, if they're friendly, they get uh, forty-seven fifty, and if they're honored, they get them at forty-five. And I mean, I know it's just a couple of silver, but that adds up if you're buying a hundred pets. That's a couple. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so um, Pramal was running around killing the highbane spirits, and while she was doing that, and I was summoning people in and out. Uh, she dinged 58. And so then I logged on Vale and she gave, she gave, Pramal gave Vale a level and then she dinged, and then they ran around killing things again and then Vale dinged 48. So that was nice. Yeah. And, and, yeah, she's the rogue. The only reason why I really wanted her up there. Got another five levels of of lock picking? Yeah, exactly. Sure. So she got ten altogether. So she's up to two thirty-five. Uh, you know, she's also the level three hundred enchanter, and there was that whole debate uh, between the two. But uh, Pramal's gotten up to like three twenty-five now, so she's doing pretty good. I don't know if I'm going to get failed to fifty before my prefer friend runs out. Well, I've got a bunch of lock boxes. I'll send you. Then. A friend of mine okay. sent me a bunch of lock boxes and said, "Can you open these for me?" I said, oh, <laughs> "Mate, I can do a lot in this game, but a high-level rogue is not something I've got." So. Right, it's very hard to do. In fact, I was impressed. I was impressed that she got to forty, and she got to forty just hanging out with uh, other people. Just tagging. <laughs> well, my other alts tagging along. Right. Yeah. So. um... So that's when I got uh, Shemaine and Prilia, who are were level like five and six, and um, I got them out into the starting area. And you know, I hear people complain about starting new characters. I love doing it, you know. Yeah. And I think it, it's because I know which which um, which quest to take, which ones to leave alone, you know, and, and it's almost like a challenge to see how much faster or how much more organized I can do this set of, or these this starting area at this time than I did the last time. One of the things I've been doing, especially with the orc and the troll, is I get them to six, get them out there and let them uh, run to Razor Hill and get the quest to get uh, these sailors. I leave the other quests alone, but I let them go get the sailors because I, 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 this is so silly. I really like going into that chest, getting that admiral's order, and then going back to Razor Hill and having them run to Thrall. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel like I'm, I got this little excitement because I can feel like they're like, ooh, ooh, we're going to Thrall. We've got to get this message. <laughs> <laughs> to Thrall's assistance. He needs it. We're we're important. <laughs> and I and I have done it on uh, two other pairs since the, this past week. And uh <clears throat> it's uh it's really fun. Uh I also went out to I had a brilliant run out to Aberdeen, Aberdeen mm-hmm. to get the uh get the elder out there. And at first I was a little leery because, you know, I figured that she was gonna get swamped. But Aberdeen is so easy. The elders like off behind this tree, and there's one guard way over there on the beach who's going la la. Oh, look at the water! 
<laughs> and she's not even paying attention. <laughs> typical so, hippie night elves, you know. It's yeah. Like, oh, oh, I love the earth so well, much. Oh. Well, I went into that other city. What is that? Astronar? And Astronar is right by the flight path. And boy, they were very, very, very uh, trying to get me in that one. So. But I got the coin, but I didn't bother trying to bring anybody else in and out. I just got it for um, Aprilian. You know what, that brings up something completely random, but I don't know if there's certain cities for, like, the opposite faction where the guards are just more on guard right. you know, than right. others. Because there are, certain, there are certain areas, like, I remember in, uh, for example, like, Negrand, um, whatever the the... Um, horde city is that's there. What's it? What's the horde city in um, Negrand again? Um, uh, Garadak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could walk within like mm, I don't know. Like if you walk anywhere within like five hundred feet of it, like they would get so mad. And like in Hellfire Peninsula, just flying over um, Thralmar, like they'll like all of a sudden all these bats will come out of nowhere and they'll just have to like t- try to take you down. You're like what? <laughs> What the heck? But then, you know, in um, you know, other places, like even like Crossroads, like one of the reasons why I think Alliance raids Crossroads so much is that you have like all like the people that didn't quite graduate police school, you know, trying to <laughs> patrol there, you know, because they're like, oh, it's all there. You know, it's like, it's like that scene from Monty Python where all the guards are watching Sir uh, Lancelot. They're like running towards the castle and they're all <laughs> like, Oh, what's that? And he's running, he's running, he's running, and they're like, oh. It cuts back and forth, then he comes, he goes, rah, and kills all the guards. And then they're like, hey, you can't go in there. You know, like, (laughs) that's basically what Crossroads. I I wonder if there's, like, an algorithm that says, like, certain certain cities are more important than other cities. And and sometimes you get really random ones, like, and, um, um, well, obviously, I forget what the what the name of this. Uh, see, I'm really bad with the horde one, but there's like a um, a Torin camp that um, is. Oh, you camp like, T. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like for that, some reason, the, like the the Torin are notorious. They don't like you going anywhere near them. You know, so whenever mm-hmm. I see like a Torin like totem pole, I'm like, uh oh, steer clear. You know what I mean? I'll take a <laughs> long way around. But if I see like the orc huts, I'm like, oh, okay, well, they're probably all asleep at the job anyway. So I can like. <laughs> Walk right by. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, and you Although, know, the, I mean, the levels of the of the um, guards obviously has a lot to do with it. Something I noticed this week, uh, and I, I won't say why I noticed it or why I was there, but the guards in the in the uh, the front of Stormwind are level seventy five, but the guards around the harbour in the back of Stormwind are only sixty five. Oh, that's interesting. Shh. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, so, those are the people that got C's on their their tests yeah. and all. <laughs> They're like, there you go. You didn't quite, you know, didn't quite cut it. So we're putting you in the harbor for your harbor duty. <laughs> so I got sidetracked when I I ended up taking Pramal and Elite into Hellfire, and I, I mean I don't even know why I was so focused on that but um oh one of the things i did before that is um i did uh i got one of there's a coin right outside the portal (laughs) so there's no coins in uh in outland but if you fly to the portal to 
and go through the other side, there's a coin right there. It's Eastern Plagueland. Or is it Western Plagueland? Which one is the portal? Um, one of those plagues. It's a plague place. <laughs> <laughs> plague place. I can't remember so, where the one in Eastern Plagueland is. I know there's, yeah. a, there's a couple in Western, but there's no, there's no right, portal. Right at the portal, when you go into Outland, you know, when you go 58 and you got to go through the portal, there's, a, there's an elder there. Yeah, I got my Badlands. Not Badlands, um, Blasted Lands. The portal for the portal, portal for Outlands is in Blast, Blasted Lands. Is it? I, no wonder I could never find it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's in was, Blasted Lands. I was looking through Plague Lands. I couldn't I find, couldn't the find it. Where's the portal, man? So I always end up going through Strat. Chat rat, and then going out, and you know, once you're in, even if you're low level and you're on the other side of the portal, you can go out. You just can't come back in. So I had a brilliant come out, and I had the elite and you know the dark knight summoning people, and I had a whole bunch of people, and I did a really bad thing. You know, you have to be really careful when you make your your portal now for when you're a warlock. Why? You know, you never thought about it before. Well, if if it's Big enough, and like the elder is a dwarf. <laughs> I was hiding the the, the elder. This, this poor Draenei was running around the whole area, going into the tent <laughs> over there, going. And finally, I pointed at him, and I, I, you know, did slash point, and the guy found him. So you have to be careful where you stick your portal. <laughs> I love that. Look I evil. Love that looks evil. Oh. Yeah. Isn't it awesome? It's it's beautiful, and the way it comes up is so majestic. It reminds me of, of what would what would have happened if Tim Burton had directed the Chronicles of Narnia series. You know, it looks like <laughs> it looks like this yeah. crazy wardrobe. You know, from <laughs> the, the depths of evil. You know, and it just <laughs> I, it, wardrobe coffin. Wardrobe yes. coffin. <laughs> and it lasts exactly five minutes, but if you target it and create start creating a portal, even as it's falling apart, it'll still create a portal. I've never actually hung around long enough to see one fall apart. Oh yeah, they just like melt down into the ground, like into this pool of clothing and then just disappear. Like, you know, like it just collapses like the underpining is taken away. <laughs> they did really good with that so um i had Pramal in hellfire running around doing those starting quests which i still love you know the one where you got to pick up the little pieces of wood and metal and you got to get the blood and and uh because even though Pramal, even though elite is 66 and Pramal was 58 she was still getting refer friend credit so that was pretty good and she was two-thirds to 59 oh this was on tuesday morning with which was no maintenance <laughs> Just rolling restarts, which I thought was great because I was going back to work. One restart. Yes. So uh, she was two thirds to fifty nine when I logged off. But then when I got on Wednesday, I said, you know what? I need to really get these low level guys up, get them flight paths and stuff because my refer friend is running out. And no, I'm not doing another one. <laughs> As God is my witness, I'll never do refer a friend again. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna we're gonna cut that as a as a uh, a sound clip. <laughs> we'll play it back to you. So um, then uh, Thursday, I got around to getting Sh- Shimon 
and Prilla to Crossroads. And Aprilian came out and did some more summoning. Then they went to Camp T. And then they went all the way down to, um, what's that camp? I always forget the name of that. Aruk or Oruk or whatever. The one where um, uh, Ezra is. That wants you to find his dog. The elder's right beside him. Let me see. It's Camp Torajo. Torajo, the first Torin camp. Right. And... No, 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 that's Camp T. What's the other one? That's the crosswind. Ratchet. Oh, does it say? I'm looking at Wild Wiki, but for some reason it doesn't. Barons, in Ratchet, Crossroad, Camp Torajo, Camp T. How funny, not, but there is. It's not in Bloodhoof Village, is it? Yes, it's in Bloodhoof Village. Oh, there it is, Mulgore. I always forget Mulgore. that's different yeah. from the Barons. Yeah, yeah, right next to the little to the little boy that wants you to find his dog, and you know, as a kind of a mini tribute to that kid, uh, Ezra, <clears throat> I have all my characters run around and feed his dog and complete that quest, even yeah. the level sixty six Dark Knight, so Death Knights. So that was fun, and then I um. I have a level one warlock named the April who was standing in chat and you know with my bank alts if they're warlocks I want them to have their imp so even though she was a orc <laughs> I know it's crazy <laughs> even though she was an orc I wanted her to go to the undead starting area do you know why I love your obsession because it's, it's easier to, to do in undercity yeah, well, it's easy to do in the the starting area because all you have to do is kill three, get three rattle skull, rattle skull, skull, uh, rattle bone skull things, skulls, yeah, whatever they're called. <laughs> and you know, in the orc starting area, you got to go all the way over to that cave, and you got to kill um, the, you got to kill those. Um, funny looking blue things and you have to be at least level five for the blood elf starting area you have to be go all the way over to that school of dark magic thing and kill those level five things you can do this quest at level three even at level two and you end up with an imp so but i didn't have any way to get to the undead starting area and i thought well i could ride somebody out there and you know that would just take forever so what I did was I got on the other account and I started an undead. <laughs> <laughs> Summon my Just, friend, please. Yes. And I, I made it an outlandish name name so that you know I wouldn't be taking up somebody else's name. I didn't do one of the gold spammers' names, but I made it like I think Leafy B. And so I just put her there so that she could summon uh, the April and then the April summoned um Another uh, alt, uh, bank. You're, April. Gonna, you're gonna be lost once your referrer friend finishes, aren't you? I know I am. <laughs> it's I'm addicted to instantaneous summoning. I think what I should do, though, at least, is try to get some of these warlocks up to twenty so they can get uh, to portals, and then that'll make me feel better. And I do have a mage, so I'll be able to get around one way or another. Um, one of the things, and I don't know if it was my computer, and, and, and I really need to go back and check, but while I was in the undead starting area, it's the background sound was sounded like the uh, sound you get in the graveyard when you or when you're running and you're dead. 
Oh. Yeah, I have to go back and check that. If anybody else has heard it, no, the, let the, me know. The starting area is um, with with undead. Is it's the same graveyard music as if you're dead. Right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it is. Okay. That's funny. So then, <clears throat> and um, by Thursday, I decided to bring out Delish and April Officer. Delish is the one that has uh, um, anarchy, and she's a warlock too. So. She got to get her imp, and uh, April Officer is a is a shaman, and I, I'm finding good luck with the shaman and the warlock combination. And also, I have uh, a a warlock and a uh, warrior combination, which is kind of neat. The warlock follows the warrior, and then the warrior does the charge, and then the war the warlock you know follows through with all the dots and the yep. imp. And making all that stupid noise. Okay. And so so then I spent the rest of the day um summoning stuff and oh running through the, the uh undead starting area and then I sent them had them summon over to Razor Hill and then they got the quest to go to kill the um the uh sailors and the marines and then come back and get the quest to go and go to Thrall, which actually ended up very well, because then once they went and talked to Thrall, then they went to the uh, Lunar Festival, and they were able to run around and get the elders of the uh, of the Horde, so that was cool. It's kind of silly even trying to get too many coins on them, but, you know, if they get enough coins, they can go and get a cute little outfit from that, that person in Moonglade, which, by the way, is going to be over by next week, so if you're still out there... Trying to get your coins, you should hurry up and, yeah. and yeah. Get cash some of them in. Yeah, and oh, um, <laughs> Aprilian was doing the dailies, and she had gotten up to three of five, and then she did another daily on Friday, which should have made a four or five, and it was one of five again. Mm, you so, know why? Why? Apparently, it resets if they restart the server. That's not fair. <laughs> no, no one, no one said it had to be fair, but that, that apparently the way that's working at the moment. Oh, okay. Well, she's been muddling through, and look, guess what? She's got four badges of justice. I mean, what? she's been doing dailies for three weeks oh, now. Oh, lost out of the bags. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can't do anything with. You gotta have seventy-five to buy anything. So it's just a stupid. No, thing I'm sure you can get something less than that. Yeah, maybe there was something for like ten. This, this, yeah, there's two different vendors you can go to. Oh. Yeah. I I forget where the the other other one. But yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, she's been basically opening these pouches and getting all this um, Outland greens and sending them to Pramal to DE. And all in all, though, all this running around, I've been having so much fun. I found, uh, you know, the easy elders to get to. Uh, one of the easy ones that I didn't realize, it, it's in Fellwood. If you go to the upper flight path, I think it's not the Emerald one, but the other one, mm-hmm. and you just run down the hill and go to the right, you don't even have to go out to the main road. It's uh, right there. It's really okay. easy to get to. Easy yeah. for Horde, at least. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't tried to do any of the uh, Alliance one. I think I'm going to try that one tomorrow, see if I can sneak. Well, you know, I I snuck, uh, we snuck in for the Lunar Festival, 
So how hard is it to get into that park? <laughs> it can't be but so hard. And, you know, get to the tram and, you know, remember all the fun we had with the Lunar Festival? I mean, the fire, the uh, fire festival? Yeah. 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 And I, I think if you try it at a quiet time and you, and it's just you, you're much more likely to succeed than it than, you know, tr- trying to round up 40 of your closest friends and and uh, forcing your way in. So. Yeah. So I'm having fun, and um, hopefully by Friday I'll have all my characters I want to get to one. Oh, you know what I did? I did go on the auction house and buy gnomish uh, uh, army knives mm-hmm. for all my characters. I mean, for all the ones that need them, you know. The only if if they're just a regular miner or a regular um, what's the other thing uh, blacksmith or Black skinner Smith. yeah then it's not really that Cooking. important but yeah it does it does have a uh, does do the tender that makes the fire and and they're just kind of neat to have <laughs> and they yeah. were, they're only like three gold. Oh, the, the, because they're used because they're useful for actually skill leveling. Skill ch- cheap as. Yeah. Uh, somebody somebody picked one up for under a gold the other day. Yeah, it's kind of neat. And I needed a fell iron rod for Pramal because it was time for her to level up to that point in enchanting. And she went to uh, buy one on the auction house, and there was none. And I don't have well, my blacksmith's not high enough. It's my it's Veil, my rogue. So I had my Alliance auction house chick go check it out, and they were like 20 gold. <laughs> and I turned around, I brought two, and turned around and put one on the uh, uh, Horde auction house for 50 gold, and it sold. <laughs> <laughs> nice profit. Okay. Yeah, so it paid for itself. So that's what I've been doing. And I'm, I'm like I said, I'm having a blast, and I'm enjoying the, the Lunar Festival. And and I'm I'm really enjoying finding out what other people are doing on their achievements. That's kind of neat, too. And uh, I forget if you mentioned it, a Prillian Ding this week, yeah? Oh, yeah, Prillian Ding 71. Hey. <laughs> Nine to go. Uh, she was doing dailies, yeah. It's going to take forever, though, because she's not really trying very hard. I suppose I could knuckle down. And maybe once the refer friend is over, and um, I get these other guys to heard, 68. I've heard this, I've heard this before. And the four of them just, will run I'll off. Just do this, and, and, and I'll just do this, <laughs> and I'll just do this. <laughs> yes, but I'm having no, no. fun, and yeah. that's all that matters. That's right. Who wants to go next? Oh, I will. Okay. Unless Lantha wants to butt in. Uh, you still think Lantha? Be, Fine. Yeah. Asleep. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what one, have you been doing one, this week? One week we'll, uh, we'll, we'll change it around and, and make me do a really late night one and you can do it at a sensible time. But I'm just always terrified. Anyway. You're going to be like, Glantha, what do you think? And I'm going to be... <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> heroics, heroics. It always goes back to heroics. Okay. <laughs> All right, heroics. Let's start there. So I've, I've, I've done a few heroics this week. I've actually uh, healed... Heroic Violet Hold on on my priest, which I was uh, very pleased about because oh, wow. that, that's that's quite tough. And maybe I just got the the easier bosses that was in there, but uh, I'm starting to get the hang of healing on the priest, and 
actually just today I did heroic with guard keep was a daily and, and got a nice um, ring upgrade for a shayo. A purple ring dropped off the last boss, so that was that was pretty good. So yeah, starting to get geared up from heroics, and uh, uh, actually even did twenty five man next this week. Oh the, wow! Ooh. The Gappers team that that runs on Friday night. Uh, we went in and I I was I was uh, it's yesterday. Well, when I say Friday night, so it was, it was Saturday here. And Saturday here this week uh, was the hottest day on record. Oh, yeah. I've heard it's very hot uh, over there. Like 47 Celsius, which is about uh, 118 Fahrenheit. Wow. uh, Together with hot northerly winds, there was hundreds of fires in the state. uh, Oh, no. uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, we we have fires all the time, but it was just that there, there was so many because of because uh, of the weather conditions. And um, uh, about half an hour before the next raid was due to start, I got disconnected and I tried to get back in. And if I tried to lo- log into any tune that was in Dalaran, uh, I'd log in and you know, my tune would be called unknown, and everyone that was standing around me was called unknown. And a few seconds later, I disconnect again. Uh, and I could I could log into a tune that was like in, in Thunderbluff or Shatrath, and, and I could actually uh, log in and, and move around, but the, the latency was something like uh, seventeen seconds. Mm. <laughs> so there was some sort of ISP problem somewhere that uh, was was preventing me from logging in, and uh, uh, luckily, uh, not long after the raid got underway, it it got fixed. So I I, uh, I got into the to the next raid and. We did, what did we do? We started with the arachnid quarter and I got a, a trinket off the last boss and it's a, an, an awesome trinket that uh, I'm really happy with because I'm hopeless at remembering to, to remember to use trinkets that say, you know, on use. Right. So I'm, I'm wrapped with trinkets that just say, you know, equip. <laughs> and, and I'm, the has a chance to... I'm the same way. Yeah. If, it, if it just says on use, I'm like, hmm. Like I will actually go and get something which is a little bit less powerful if it's just like a passive ability than if I have to kind of manage it and put it on my taskbar and stuff like that. Yeah. I uh, I saw my uh, where was that great one that we worked so hard to get that was supposed to give us a free shard. I saw mm-hmm. mine the other day. Is yeah, oh. it? Felt, felt kind I'll of just, sad. Yeah, I leave it in the bank. You never yeah. know. They well, might all this- again one day. Yeah, all it does now is give you more mana, give you charge you no mana when you call a um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's useless as it is at the moment, but but still, I you know, there's things like that that are, uh, you know, for historical reasons, I just have them hang around. It's it's oh, like the. I didn't uh, think of that. It's like the uh, the Death Knight set that you get leaving the Death Knight starting zone, you know, even though you. You replace it pretty quick in Outlands. I mean, that's that's a really good looking set of, of gear for role playing or, or whatever. So oh. that, that's a set that I put in the bank and you know, won't ever sell. I just think it looks really cool. But this trinket I got, it uh, one of the the things that I needed to work on is uh, hit rating. So hit rating is is really only important when you're doing bosses in in dungeons. Because the boss's level is so much higher than you, you need a, a decent hit rating in the hundreds in order to 
maximise your your hit potential against the boss. And I don't know what the cap is. I'm not I'm not really into working out the, the exact numbers and things. I just know it needs to be something a lot higher than zero. And mine's <laughs> ho- hovering in the in the high two hundreds at the moment. And this trinket improved my hit rating by seventy one, which I was I was really happy happy about. But it's got um, two equip. Uh, features and the other one says your spells have a chance to increase your spell power for 10 seconds by 765 so it's like oh my god that is a huge amount of spell power i'll take that (laughs) and being a warlock you know doing lots of dots i'm i'm casting spells a lot so it's it's proccing quite often and uh my my dps has, has gone through the roof i reckon it's I don't know, but I, the, the heroic uh, Utgard, uh, um, Utgard keep that I did uh, this morning, my DPS was around 1,700, and, and I'm sure before that it was only about 1,300. So, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. So, it, was a, it was a good next run. And we, we finished the Ragnar quarter and we did the, the play quarter, and uh, even though it was getting a bit late, we ran... Uh, later than what that raid normally does, it normally uh, a cut off before three, but we ran a bit uh, later because we were almost finished the the play quarter and and we got th- we got through there. Uh, I could not stay alive for the for the uh, for the life of me on uh, Hegan the Unclean. This is the, one of the bosses in the play quarter. It's the lava, yeah, the lava. Yeah. Oh my god. And I, I, I mean, it, it doesn't help that you know, even at best of times. My latency is what is it at the moment? Four hundred and ninety. So I, I never see a latency that, that's you know, below four hundred or, or you know, maybe you know, below three hundred and fifty at best. So <laughs> it's really tough for me to to you know I can follow people, but you know they're actually half a second in front of me. So it looks like I'm following them, but I'm not really. I'm half a second behind, and and when you've got lava spewing up out of the ground that uh, one shots you, it's deadly. So uh, you know, I made it across and, and halfway back once, and that was about the most I could do. But that's an amazing fight because you know, I don't know how much health he's got. He's got something like five million hit points, and because he doesn't actually hit very hard, it's all about this dance across the floor trying to to dodge the lava. Uh, if you've got a tank up and a healer up and one DPS up, yeah, and he's he's got no enrage timer, so it could just go forever <laughs> as long as as long as that small handful of people can can do the dance across the lava, it can go for ages. And I think we got him down on the fourth try. The, the first try, uh, I'd actually got disconnected and and logged back in, and and of course promptly died because as soon as I logged in, I was standing in the middle of the lava. <laughs> uh, the second time. After I died, I think the fight went for another 15 minutes. Uh, the third time, I think even longer. Uh, and then, I oh know the, the third time we must have got him down. The, the, the third time, uh, there was, I think there must have been about six or seven people up out of the, the 25. And it's just this dance of dodging back and forth and doing some DPS while you can and tap, tapping away at his health and <laughs> eventually he died. It's, it's just ridiculous. Uh, it's great uh, for those people that can do the dance, but I think it's going to take me a lot of dying before I figure out the path to take to, to not die in doing that. Uh, 
So I, but you can, yeah, you can look at like the uh, floor, and there are supposedly markings on the floor that show you where to go. But even if you know where they are, like the if if what you have like any latency under a hundred, like you might as well just say like, "Hey, everyone, so you know, I will die," yeah. because like it, it's on, it's on a different timer than what you are on. All right, exactly. So I mean, I just I stood there and, and watched these people dance across the floor, and it was just like amazing. <laughs> the tank Gobu, Gobu is, a, is an amazing tank and an amazing player, and he's just, he's just casually dancing across the floor, and he'd stop every now and again to turn around and swipe the boss, and he'd he'd run across, and all of a sudden he'd stop, and I was like, why has he stopped? And then half a second later, the lava would shoot up in front of him and he'd go down. Oh and he'd no! Running. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, yeah, I was very impressed. So that's that was my my first experience in the, in the twenty five man next, and that was, was quite enjoyable. Um, I also did um, the Vault of Arkhavon in Wintergrass. I did the I've done both the the ten and the twenty five man version of that this week, and I'm, unfortunately, unlike my luck in the in the last time I ran it, I think the ten man, I think a, a rogue and a priest. Uh, Tier pieces dropped, and we had no rogues or priests. And in the mm. twenty-five man, the druid and the rogue tier pieces dropped, and we had no druids or rogues. So, <laughs> apart from getting a badge, uh, they were completely pointless, and nobody got Nikki. So, I'd really, really think that it wouldn't be hard for Blizzard to do something about. You, know, you get all these people together, and you, know, you spend all this time doing heroics or raids or whatever, and you know, all the boss drops is. You know, something for a shaman, you've got no shamans, or something for a druid, you've got no druids. I mean, surely it's not too hard to to look at what's in the group and go, okay, well, let's let's drop something that's going to be useful for one of those classes. It's so frustrating. It just seems to happen so often. You know, I've run so many heroics where you know I, I get nothing because you know, that there's um, just no, nothing that drops that's that's useful. It's, it's so many shards. You know? And then, yeah, there's hardly any enchanters, so you just end up, you know, rolling to vendor the stuff. Uh, that's pretty disappointing. I think, I think that's something that they could fix up. What else did I do this week? I've, I was, um, I was questing. I've done a bit more. I was uh, questing in uh, Ice Crown, trying to open up the, uh, the, the more of the dailies um, for Knights of the Ebon Blade. And eventually opened up, I uh, did a bunch of chains in Crusader's Pinnacle and, and eventually opened up all the, the dailies that opened up on the airship and, and I hit uh, revered or honoured with them. And, I, I, <laughs> and then I looked at all the actual reputation rewards for them and thought, these are pretty crap for casters. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> these, these rewards are really aimed at, at yeah, melee and attack power and stuff. So it's like, oh, okay, maybe I'll head over to Storm Peaks and... Yeah, start getting some Sons of Hodur reputation. So I, I did that. I thought it was probably best that I open up all the dailies that, that I can possibly open up and then I, I can cho- pick and choose each day which ones I actually do. And, oh, man, I, I know people have, have said it before, but they are some of the, the best quests in the game in those chains um, starting out of K3 and Storm Peaks to, to open up the... To, to start getting your reputation with the Sons of Hoda. They're, they're really fun. There's, um, you get sent to Brunhilde Village, and it's, it's inhabited by those the blue female f- uh, frost Viking Vrykul 
um, mobs. And you actually get transformed into into one of those for the majority of the of the chain, and and you don't actually notice uh, when you're transformed by the the, you know, the surrounds around you, but they're quite a bit larger than your than, than your actual um, player turn, and and it became really obvious when I summoned my Felguard, and I got this tiny little Felguard beside me, and it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm quite a bit bigger now, and and the uh, the Protodrake mount that I'm I'm riding at the moment. Um, it it shakes its head, kind of does this, you know, it's like it's trying to flick flies off the back of its neck or something. It's every now and again it just shakes its head from side to side. And when you're on normal turn, it it, it doesn't really have any effect on the player because the player is kind of sitting further back and it just sits still, it moves a little bit and shakes its head. But when you're a, a, a Vicral, you're like really large and and sitting more forward and and the, <laughs> it looks really weird the protodrake shakes its head and 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 you just you kind of move from side to side it's, it's like it's <laughs> flicking you around <laughs> it looks so odd it's a it's a very very weird graphic and the oh i i've actually uh sidestep i did some uh, leveling of my tailoring on on a shield this week um mainly just by uh, making frostweave bags for guildies. It's amazing how many people are still looking for, for tailors that can make frostweave bags. I just a couple of times said, you know, hey, any, anybody need some frostweave bags, mate? You know, send me a mat so I'll, uh, I'm skilling up out of them. You know, I'll, I'll pay for the thread. Just send me the the uh, the frostweave and the, and the, the dust, and I'll send you back bags. And, you know, quite a few people sent me a bucket load of, of frostweave, so. I got my tailoring way up there, and so I finally got around to uh, making my magnificent flying carpet. Uh, skips skipped awesome? over the standard one and, and made the epic one, and oh, it's oh. fantastic! I really like it. So I've, I've switched to to using that as my uh, my standard uh, flying mount for my priest. Oh, you know, speaking of flying, you know what I got? I got Go Go Mount. Have you heard of that add-on? No. Okay, it it's go go mount and then there's go go pet, and what it does is it randomly picks one of your mounts, but it selectively picks it for wherever you are. So when I'm in um in Ogremar, it picks either my chicken or my dreadsteed or my zebra mount, and when I'm in North, I mean Outland, it either picks my flying carpet or my uh, other flying thingy. <laughs> Okay. So it's kind of neat, and it probably would more be more effective for someone like you because it would just you know it would randomly pick one of your flying things, and and that's appropriate. So if you're in Outland, I mean Northrend, and you know you can go fast, it'll pick one of your fast flying mounts. So it's kind of neat. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, there was a lot of going on in the forums about fangdangled random mount macros and things, and it's not interesting. You know, I. I Pick them for the longest time. I just uh, rode my Drake and uh, from the Netherwing, and uh, now I'm riding my red red part of Drake, and I, ju- I just stick with the same one, and you know, like using that one for for quite a while, and uh, no no desire. Now I've switched to my bear for my for the ground mount because that looks really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, I imagine, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I'm I'm riding around this flying carpet, and and when you um, turn into a when the, the undead on the flying carpet are kind of um, squatting, you know, kind of like a ladder would. You know, you're not, not sitting cross-legged. They're, you know, they're kind of squatting. 
but the Vikral just just it's just like they're standing on on ground. They're just standing <laughs> up straight, and they just kind of stand there as as the carpet flops up and down. They're just standing on this carpet. It's a bit weird that because like looks kind of looks like they didn't finish something about it. But, uh, <laughs> but this quest chains, it's it's a really long quest chains, and it you know that you you uh, get to fight on bears and you know you do all these quests to, to lead up to that. And eventually you get to this point where you need to use a harpoon to uh, leap from dragon to dragon and, and actually the, the dragons have, have got riders on them that are hostile to you and you actually have to fight the dragon, uh, fight the rider actually while you're on the dragon. And all the while you, you're circling up way, way, way high in the sky around the Temple of Storms. And the, the harpoon has a, has a chain attached to it. So if you actually target a dragon to, that you want to leap to, that's not right next to you. It's 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 a fair distance. It's like your Spider Man. It's just like you fling out this harpoon and and uh, you go flying through the air and land on the back of of the Drake and you know, start attacking what's on it. And it just looks so cool. It's, it was so much fun. And then t- to finish it because you they just go round and round forever. Uh, to finish it, what you do is you're you're flying around the Temple of Storms and. There's these like ornaments that are on the pillars, and you target one of those and and throw your harpoon at that, and, and it swings you up, and you know, you land on on the top. <laughs> it's like the, the graphic for it is like really cool. And uh, I finished the quest. And thought that was a lot of fun. So I didn't hand it in. I kind of, I was standing on the top, and then I shot my harpoon back down and landed on another one, and went round, and I was leaping from Drake to Drake. It's, it's not a daily, unfortunately, but uh, if there was a way to petition Blizzard for, hey, make this a daily, that'd, have to be, that'd be one of them. Magnificent quest. If you're uh, if you're a hunter, because I remember, like I would, I, I leaped once, and one of the uh, one of the women on the uh, the Drake beat me off, <laughs> beat me off the Drake, <laughs> so I fell to my doom. So after oh, really? that, I was like, yeah. So I was like, well, maybe there's another way to do it. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm a hunter. So I got onto a drake, and I would fly by, and I would just pop off a couple of uh, shots, and <laughs> it was kind of like Indiana Jones when the, uh, you know, it, the the swordsman comes out and he's there swinging the swords around, and Indiana Jones is like, no, he takes out his gun and shoots them. <laughs> I have that, so I have all these like dragon women that are like, come on, come over here and, and land on land on this dragon, and I'll fight you, and I'm like, no, I just shot her. <laughs> Oh, you missed the fun. Quest. And I was like, well, you know, but it, it was fun in a different way. <laughs> it was nice to kind of and snipe was them off. more of a challenge because, of course, because you're uh, – I was a bit confused at first because I, I, like, landed on my first one and I started losing damage. And I was like, what's going on? What's hitting me? And it, it took me a while to actually realize that there was somebody else on the mount with me. It's like, oh, okay, I'm supposed <laughs> to attack this. But you kind of mounted. And I'm thinking, oh, how am I supposed to attack her? Because I'm, I'm mounted. But you can use all your spells, even though you're mounted. But you don't have your minion. So, you know, hunters and warlocks, you, you don't have your pets with you. So, you've actually got to do you know, hand-to-hand combat. But uh, Glamp has obviously found the way to do it, if, you, if you're struggling with that. But uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was lots of fun. So, And I've eventually finished it. I've finished all that chain, and I've, I'm now... At least friendly with the um, sons of Hadar, or Hodar, or how the hell it is you're supposed to pronounce it, and started doing the infamously named quests like polishing the helm, and uh, it's, 
Yeah, it's it's a, a fun area to quest in. There's, there's a lot of really fun quests there, so I'm enjoying that a lot. Uh, I'll, I think I'll I'll stick there and and finish in Storm Peaks before I uh, go back and and uh, do some more in Ice Crown. Because the other thing, of course, about the the uh, the Storm Peaks and, and Sons of Hadar is there's no tabard, so the only way to gain rep with them is to do the dailies. Mm. Whereas um, Knights of the Emma Blade, there's a tabard, so yeah, you don't you don't have to do the dailies for them. You could just have their tabard on and, and uh, while you're doing heroics. Uh, so, I um, I'm a, uh, this week's oracles pets uh, another tick bird and a cobra. Oh, cool! I'm starting quite a collection of tick birds and cobras. <laughs> so, uh, um, better a lot better than than uh, than the yokes, but not quite as good as a mount. So one day, I'm thinking that I I should get Jekyll and Hyde up and, and you know, start start it so that I have uh, four eggs a week and <laughs> try to increase my chances. <laughs> and I have done actually. I've done quite a bit of. Um, on Jekyll and Hyde this week because my uh, mates that are on their, their Hunter and and Death Knights are, uh, are now past Outlands. You know, they're, they're, uh, they're in front of me actually, 72, 73. You know, so it's, it's taken them a while to get to 72 and 73, you know, given that they started uh, you know, a couple of months ago. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you know, you can't rush these things. <laughs> so... Uh, we, we've been. Uh, I actually uh, skipped most of uh, Howling Fjord, and we're actually just. Uh, I was still seventy-one at the time, and we just went straight to Dragon Blight, and it's like, okay, let's pick up these level seventy-four wanted quests and go and you know, kill these elites that are supposed to be five mans. You got it, uh, a Death Knight uh, and a. And a a hunter pet and a and a druid that can heal and a, and a hunter and I think we could pretty much take on anything. So we're just like let's find the hardest content that's going to give us the most experience points. I ran. Uh, uh, I was actually with Tark and and he was trying to get some more elders and and some experience running uh, dungeons. Uh, and they ran just run normal uh, as Joel and the Rub, which is. Uh, 73 to 75, something like that. And it's like, so he was uh, 80, um, Sigurn's 80, uh, Paladin, um, Johnny Priest is 80, and uh, Mathenog, I think, is 78. <laughs> like, and his hide, 71. And we're going through, and, and, and it was like the only thing that was, it was like bind on equips that, that were dropping, and the bosses that were all, all dropping uh, male stuff. And they didn't want any of it, so I was like, "Oh, geez, guys, I feel really bad." But yeah, that's an upgrade for me. In fact, I can't even—it's it's so good I can't even use it yet. It's like I got all this gear for level seventy-three, and I'm like, "Okay, I better hurry up and level hide up to seventy-three so I can actually use some of this gear that that I got." And uh, we even ran through uh, uh, Old Kingdom, which is uh, next to Asjol and the Rub, and uh, that's that boss that I've talked about before, the last boss where he, he um, casts insanity and everybody needs to fight everybody else. You know, all your all your party members go hostile to you and you need to attack them. And I'm thinking, how the hell am I going to do this? Here's this 71 hunter and, and I'm supposed to fight you know, four <laughs> other nearly 80s, a, 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 a paladin. And a, and a, You're going to die. How the hell am I going to kill them? 
<laughs> you're gonna die. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> Yeah. I said to them, because what happens is, is once you've uh, fought off the other party members, you come out of your your own phasing and you can help somebody else. And I said, I'll, I'll be the one that's feigning death and you guys can come and help me. But they've actually done a good job. It must uh, scale somehow. Scale, yeah. And they weren't, they weren't that difficult to kill at all. The, I, I had a lot of fun. It was really cool. So... Hyde's nearly dinged 72. Jekyll has already dinged 72. And uh, so they're, they're leveling up, um, in, enjoying uh, dual boxing them again. Actually, and even went back to uh, uh, because Hyde's a herbalist, uh, and, I, and I was like, we were questing in Dragonblight, and I couldn't pick anything because he was, he was too low. I even took the time to um, go back and, and level up uh, herbalism. I uh, did most of it in Howling Fjord. And. Uh, finished it off in um, Sholazar Basin, you know, <laughs> as, as as people call it, uh, um, Sholazar Mart. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> Sholazar Basin is just fantastic for everybody, for miners, uh, herbalists, skinners, and even though it's a, like a level seventy-five zone, there's um, you know, quite a, a a large area that's either got no mobs or has got uh, neutral mobs. So you just wander around quite happily and pick, and and, choose, uh, yeah. pick stuff. Yeah, picking as much at his tongue as I could because that's uh, it. It's best for inscriptors because it, it drops the the rare pigment more more often than anything else. And even pick, especially in Shalazar Basin uh, for low Which level. Which one is that? That's the one that's got. Um, What's it called? Nesting weary Shalazar Basin. No, 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 no. The the uh, herb. Oh, the herb at his tongue. Adder's tongue. Okay, yep. thanks. Uh, and I mean, there's so much Adder's tongue in Chalazar Basin, and of course, as a as a low level tune where that hasn't done any of the quests in in the basin, you've got the fight going on between the oracles and the frenzy heart. Well, they both start neutral for you, so you know, later on you've got to pick a side, and and you know, one of them is starts to be hostile for you. Well, it, you're better off leveling your, your skills. Uh, before you do all those quests, because they're both neutral, you, you just wander through all their villages, and you know, they don't attack you. <laughs> so I was wandering, th- I was wandering through, because oh, I'm used to wandering through the oracles, because I've, I had rep within. I was wandering through the oracle areas and and picking herbs, and kind of wander down across the road, and it's like, oh, there's the frenzy heart. So I better stay away from those. And I, I targeted one. It's like, oh, it's. It's neutral. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I haven't done a quest chain there. So I went over to their village and wandered around there and picked all their herbs as well. So, yeah, tip tip for people that uh, wanting to, to level skills in Cholazar Basin where it's so easy. You know, uh, spend a bit of time and, and level them up uh, before you do that quest line to, to pick an alliance. And that's, that's really been about uh, my week. Another full week, another bucket load of fun. And uh, looking forward to middle of next week with uh, lovers in the air and a bunch more achievements to work on. Yeah. You know, um, Aprilian has a jump start on that. Well, I guess they actually took that out, but she has a Tweedle uh, PDQ pet. But I guess it's not a part of the actual achievement. It is an achievement, is an but achievement. Not, yeah. not a requirement to get uh, the, uh, that the would uh, be meta achievement. I would have screams at that because it's uh, – it's quite rare, and I, oh, and no. I think it was. And it, it's not even uh, have one. 
it's um, what did it say? Lovely luck. Yeah, so it's open a gift of adoration and receive. I oh, know that was the black lovely dress. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It wasn't even like you could buy a black lovely dress off the auction house. It was you had to get it out of a gift of adoration. Right. And I think the on oh, the PDQ you had to get out of the adoration as well. Yeah. Right. So what you had to do is when you and here's a tip: if we don't get to you before that, I don't think we're going to be recording. You don't have to open your box of adoration. You can peek in it and right-click, shift-right-click, or whatever the opposite of whatever you have for your setup for looting all. You can look in and then close it up. <laughs> and right. If there's something in it that's that's neat or that you want to pass on to someone else, you can you can pass around the boxes. The items inside are bind on equip. Right, that's a buying right. on yep. pickup. Sorry, yep. buying on yep. pickup. Yep. All right, so uh, you've had a good week of Glantha. I've had a great week. All right, Glantha. So, what have you been doing this week? All right, what have I been doing? Well, let me start with a little bit of of drama. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one day, I, I logged in and uh, I was in a guild called Lost Chapters, who's a raiding guild on Wormrest Accord. And um, I had gone, I was taking a look at the guild bank, I had put some stuff in, I had put some gold in for repairs, and, and then about two hours later, we get this message from the guild leader saying, you know, this was a, a great guild, you guys did a lot of fun, you know, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and also a little yellow message saying, this guild has been disbanded. <gasps> <laughs> Not even passing it on to somebody else? Like, it's gone. Gone. Wow. And I was like, oh. can they do that? Mm. And I guess they can, but I, I have no idea what happens if you disband a guild. Like, what happened to all the stuff that I was had, like, I had added? Like, I had all this gold. Like, who Goes gets to the it? Guild master. Everything, go, everything gets mailed to the guildmaster. And so I was like, all right, that's fine. That's very calm of you. And, 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 and it was one of those things, too, where... It, in a way, like I, I felt kind of like I had a breakup, and I was like, "Oh, I can play the market now." And so I was walking around, and, and uh, Wait a minute, you know, so you didn't go into guild chat and, and start blasting how bad this guild was? Well, like, oh no, no, of course not. Oh, I mean, wow. it doesn't really do anything, right? You can't sit there and <laughs> say the guild is so bad because it doesn't exist anymore. You know right, what I mean? Right, that's true. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't join the guild that doesn't exist. exist yeah. any- that's true. You got a point there. <laughs> but um. I walked around and and of course like I'm going through you know Dalaran and you know Glanther is he's not um you know he's not epic epic but he's decked out in all purples and people would go and they would stop and then I'd get like a whisper being like oh you're not in a guild do you want to join a guild and it's kind of funny because you can see people they'll be running by and then they'll stop and I I know that what they're doing is they're going to you know right click inspect <laughs> and they're like ooh. I see the Wraith Spear. <laughs> Somebody's been to Naxxaramas, and somebody isn't in a guild. Hmm. Um, but I, I did eventually find a, um, another new guild called Sempiternal, and it, one of the reasons why I, I wanted to go to this guild, because they, you know, they, they, they were just really laid back and kind of social, and I said, you know what, I'm going to be leveling a lot of characters, 
And so then I will kind of know me as Glanther, Arlaris, Sancor. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, I'll be on one of them and they'll be like, hey, Glanther. And I'll be on there as, as a Laris and like, it's a Laris, you know, and oh, yeah, I hear Laris. Oh, this is Glanther, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it's good because I'm going to try to make all three of my, you know, I have a tank and I have a healer um, and I have, you know, my DPS. And so they kind of can, they know that eventually I'll be able to, to switch up depending on what they need for like a for a group and and it's so hard to run um raids but the good thing about um with my schedule that i have but the good thing is that in this in this guild i can say hey i have a and everyone i do a heroic and i'll get you know five people very easily so it's it's working out really well so far and and i really like it um and the the guild bank is uh it hasn't been disbanded yet, so the guild bank is still there. <laughs> it's one of those things, like, uh, there's little things in life. If you if you log in and you find your guild is still there, you know, it's a good day. It's one of those things that people take advantage of. When you go and you uh, wake up in the morning, you turn the shower on, it's hot water. You don't think about it, but there's many people that don't have that. <laughs> um, and then I'm debating whether or not I should um, switch from blacksmithing to jewel crafting on Alaris because he's finally hit 450 in mining. So he can do um, serenite, he can do um, um, titanium, you know, he can do all of that. But he's only at 231 blacksmithing. Yeah, blacksmithing so of, is you know, hard. It's, blacksmithing I think is hard. the hardest craft there is. And he needs so much mithril and it's so expensive on the auction house. And I'm just thinking of, you know, if I should just go back and start kind of mining some of the, um, um, you know, starting areas, but then just switching to jewel crafting. Because I don't really even like blacksmithing that much. I mean, I never use anything. I don't make any money on it, you know. Um, I thought about doing two gathering professions. Like, I thought about, well, maybe he can be a herbal, like, a, you know, herbalism and... Uh, and mining, but then you wouldn't be able to track both at the same time. No. But if you're so, doing a farming run, it's pretty easy to have a macro that swaps back and forth. Yeah, I mean, you could do the, the macro, but I mean, macros are hard. Like, that's, that's like one of those things where eventually I'll, I'll grow up and I'll actually learn how to, to code macros, you know? Um, but but, but like, I'm actually such, I'm such a basic World of Warcraft player, like... <laughs> Like I, I when I have Titan panel on mine, I'm like, ooh, my interface is different. And then I'll go and I'll see like friends at work who who show pictures of their interface, and I'm like, what game is that? I'm like, this is World of Warcraft. I'm like, it is. <laughs> what what kind of interface is this? Like, there has one interface. It's like circular. And I'm like, I don't understand what that is. Like, it's a circle. He's like, oh yeah. So it, to kind of put in bring this into perspective. Um, but I think I'm going to go dual crafting. Like, how in your experience? Like, do you think dual crafting is a you know pretty easy, um, a, a pretty you know nice skill to have? Yeah, oh, yeah. In, in terms for sure. Of, I mean, every, everybody's. Whereas in blacksmithing, you're limited to well. I mean, you know, I guess you can make rods and things with enchanters, but they're few and far between. Uh, but uh, basically, what you're, you're making is pretty much limited to mail and, and plate. Whereas, whereas. Yeah, dual crafter, you know, once you hit 80 and you start replacing your gear, you know, everybody's constantly wanting more gems. But don't be deluded that you're going to make a fortune out of it. It'll it'll cost you a fortune to level it. 
because the, I mean, yeah, it's a, all the all the stuff, the gems that you make uh, from Burning Crusade, uh, you know, you'd be lucky to sell them for ten silver each. Uh, it's uh, so you'll lose a lot of money by by um, leveling it. But yeah, that's, that's the same for most professions nowadays. If you, if you didn't manage to level it while people actually needed what you were making, then yeah, it, it, you make it at a loss. But uh, I, I, I also thought about going and doing two uh, skinners, like have him be skinning and mining and have him just be a gatherer. And then just everything that he makes just sell in the auction house. Yep. But I don't know. I, I, well, I, I mean, that's the easy way to make it's an easy way to make money without having to put a lot of effort into it, for sure. But that, that's my thing that I'm kind of debating what I should do right now. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to get rid of blacksmithing because it's just so expensive to level. And I, it's just, I have a wasted profession right now and I could be doing you know, other things. Alaris is yeah. only like, mm, together with all my tunes, I have about 4,600 gold. And um, I have all of the flying achievements except for epic flying. So okay. I just need to, to get 5,000 gold. But I never actually purchased a flying mount because I was in Northrend before I, could, even before I bought flying. I went, I went to Northrend at 68 mm-hmm. for the Laris. So once I hit you know, 5,000, I have to go and kind of go over a little bit to actually get <laughs> a flying mount. Enough for the mount as well, yeah. Yeah, and those are 200 gold if I remember correctly, roughly. Maybe it was 250 Something. gold. Yeah, so I have to actually get like another, you know, seven hundred gold. You know, I can probably do it. Like, yeah, probably a week because I, I don't make you don't make any money if you run heroics and Glantha runs heroics and and the, I, there's only so many dailies that I can do. Like the, the Ice Crown dailies, I like the ones that you do for the um, Knights of the Ebon Blade, but um, the Serenite, the um, Serenite Mines one that you do for the Argent Crusade, that one just yep. really makes me mad <laughs> have you played that one uh, i haven't done that one no oh so you have I to think go I've and done the I think i've done the quest that opens it up but i don't think i've actually done the daily oh well the, the, the you go to the mine and you have to to talk to these miners and it's one of those ones where you'll talk to them and be like you're free to go and they'll either be like thank you or they'll go insane and attack you and they're like, hey, you're free, you're free. They're like, no, I need to be here. And then they'll go and they'll attack you. And you're like, really? Seriously? And then, <laughs> and, uh, and that just it drives me crazy because I want to go through and, and uh, just quickly, you know, do those dailies. Like it used to be kind of like the, um, um, and they've changed it, like the new one, luckily, with the, the oracles and the shinies. We used to go and get bugs and, and like shiny white rabbits. And like one one of the oracles, actually, like the I think it's um, the one that Mufi or Muli or one of like the one of them that actually speaks in like correct like English. He, he like he actually <laughs> he um, is um, doesn't have you know a simplified kind of basic dialect. He was like, mm-hmm. like he would mention things like what are, what exactly are shiny rabbits doing under the ground anyway? You know like. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, does anybody stop to think, well, why you're digging shiny? Like, what are they doing there anyway? Like, and I'm like, thank you for mentioning that. Like, why are there shiny rabbits living in the ground? <laughs> I, I never use that one. I always use Jalut because his buff makes you run faster. Yeah, so if you do, if you do with, um, the guy who's inside the bouncing ball, I believe is the, is the one. 
Okay. Um, oh, good does, try. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, but um, with those dailies, I can probably do, eh, I could think of about 150 gold you know, doing, like, doing dailies. And, and uh, so I'll probably be uh, like another week or two. And Olaris is still, he's still a healing paladin. I haven't switched him back. <laughs> so he's still holy. And uh, he's, almost, uh, he's almost there. He's at 79. So right. um, probably another couple of days and he'll be at 80. And then it's going to start uh, running heroics, starting to get geared up a little bit. And uh, I know that uh, the rest of the guild is anxiously awaiting um, him because they'll be like, where's Alaris at? And I'm like, well, um, he's at 79. Like, why are you playing, Gan- uh, why are you playing Glanther? <laughs> you know, like, level, level your healer, level your healer. Um, so I'd, I'd be on there. Yeah, come run me through instance. But I try. I tried to go and get into a heroic, and they said like, "Oh, you can't do it if you're not eighty, but you can if you're seventy-eight, right?" We well, can get in, but they're tough. Oh, okay. Because I was like, "Can I, can I do it?" And they're like, "No, you're not eighty yet." <laughs> so I yeah. guess I guess they were kind of like saying, you know, you know, we don't have awesome gear, and you're a level seventy-nine healer, yeah. and you know, so yeah. it's going to be one big wipe back. A healer, I'm sure you could get in at, at 79, but it, it would require the uh, the tank and the rest of the party being pretty well geared because some of the heroics here, I mean, they are, they're, they're quite hard. Um, and then Glanther has finished up all of, speaking of heroics, um, he has purchased everything that you can purchase with the badges of heroism, like with all wow. the gear. So, like, he's basically wow. decked out all of the male stuff, yeah. So he's done enough badges of um, enough runs, enough dailies to, you know, get... Um, I have the trinket that I can use. I have the, um, the necklace. I have the belt. I have, you know, all of those components. Um, now, if you go to, like, the, the, uh, the male um, vendors, the thing that he has to get now are the tier stuff. You know, where you basically put in like the gauntlets of the Lost Protector or whatever, and then they, they change it out for your Crypt, crypt Stalker, which is the, the tier uh, seven loot for um, hunters. But now when I go to the, um, when I go to the vendors, I can use my badges of heroism to buy frozen orbs. So 10, of, 10 uh, badges will equal one um, frozen orb. Oh, that's a good deal. Oh, that's, no, I don't reckon. Really? Uh, I mean, orbs, orbs are coming down in price. And, you yeah, know, you can get them for like can get 80 gold. But the thing you is, like, I have nothing else to go how, in. How long, does it, how long does it take you to get you know, 80 gold to buy an orb versus how long it take you to get you know, 10 emblems of heroism? But I suppose if, you, if you've got nothing else to spend it, well, for surely they'll, uh, with a patch and you know, more dungeons, they'll bring out more stuff that you can buy with them. Yeah, which so, I'm hoping so, for. So, like, not actually do it but yeah, I just feel so bad because I don't want them to go the way of badges of justice that are kind of just sitting in my currency bag now saying haha you know <laughs> taking up space yeah, but that's that's because the expansion was over and the next one came along you've got you've got a good couple of years to use those up yeah. um and but like I have a couple I only have like six badges of valor because I've only killed six guys in uh <laughs> in a um in Naxxaramas but um one of the things that um, looking kind of looking forward to is getting the badges of heroism on Alaris because there's a ton of stuff that he can equip 
because he's a as a uh, uh, paladin, he can do like spell casting stuff because he's holy. But he also can go and do like all like the plate stuff and and uh, defense stuff. So I, I can do an off spec with him. Mm, yeah. So I can go and I, I can I, get. I've, I don't even know where the vendor is. So I haven't spent any of mine yet. Yeah. Well, you, you basically you kind of go around the city. Like there's like the the mails and links, like the chain, like links and change. I think is one of them, which sells like the leather and the and the mail. And then there's like a blacksmithing one, which is down by like a leather leather making one. Like they're kind of all over the place. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, you, you have you have to kind of know where to go, and then you can also go inside of. Um, I think there's another vendor that you that you go to in your um, faction's side of the city, like where all the portals are. That will go back in your case to like Ogremar and Undercity. Like there should be a like a, a person that kind of vendors everything or like a vendor area somewhere inside that building. Right. I should go and look it up. Um, probably bust. Yeah. 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 Get get the stuff. I mean, the, the purples are really very good. Um, I also respect. I respect Glanther a little bit too. Um, I just kind of um, did a little bit of fine tuning on him. Like he had a lot of PvP your talent still um like i i had changed him before because he had a lot of stuff in beast mastery that was helping out the pet in terms of you know extra life stuff like that but when you get to 80 and you stop questing as much then the your pet doesn't really do anything if you're a marksman if you're a marksman hunter then your pet is not where your dps comes from it comes from your critical shots so having like a pet that has lots of health and lots of armor doesn't really do anything because he doesn't have to, he's never like actually taunting the target. So I went in and I, I changed it. So I um, got rid of uh, aimed shot and silencing shot because those don't really work that well on, on you know, those epic level, like the end level um, mobs anyway. Like you can't silence them or really aim shot them. They're designed for other players. Because there's nothing, yep. you know, that's the only way that I can win a duel against. Uh, against a spellcaster especially if they're like a boomkin yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had some people in the guild that challenged me to a duel and like there was a boomkin and, and before I can go and get my first steady shot off I was dead it's <laughs> 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 like you get like the, the, the uh, star fire and I'm <laughs> dead but if I go and I silence them first it's so funny to watch you know how that you know, watch the expression on their face or the digital face there they have um, because you go and you silence them and all of a sudden they go Ooh, they start running around and you're like sick them you set your pet after them and then you do um, I go and I do a steady shot a, uh, um, what's it um, the serpent sting and then do a chimera shot and then they're dead <laughs> and I'm like haha take that but I, if I don't get the silence off then I'm, it's the other way around but if I don't, I'm not really, I don't do a lot of PvP, and so it was something that was just taking up extra space, and so I got rid of it, and I put it into um, Arcane Shot anyway, which is kind of a, a silly thing to, to put it into if you're in PvP, because Arcane Shot doesn't do that much damage, but it's, it's, it's an actual skill that I do use, and so maybe if I can get like a, one or two good crits out of my Arcane Shot during a, a, during a boss, then that would be worth it. Because right now I just wasn't using the other stuff. Are you using any glyphs? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I have my my glyphs are all, um, you know, based upon like I have one for rapid fire. You know, like that adds additional amount to your haste, 
then I have one that adds additional um, amount to your hunter's mark, and I have one that every time I do men pet, it gives a little bit of um, um, happiness back to the pet. Oh, cool. Um, you know, little things like that. And I'm um, trying to think of... Oh, 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 oh. I did run Alaris as a healer on normal Nexus. So, you know, level 70 instance, I actually ran it at level 76 because I've never never healed before. Right. And uh, Nexus is tough because the last boss, you have to jump. You gotta move. <laughs> you gotta move and jump you all the time. You can't stand still at all. And uh, it's, it's tough to heal and jump at the same time. And so... <laughs> Uh, it's all about holy shock because you, you need to have like instant heal spells. The fastest so you, one, yeah. Yeah. It's good, good as a druid. It's your dots. You just keep, just keep running. And dot, but dot, it was, dot, it's dot. tough because I have a lot of, um, you know, with, with um, holy light, you, it's a 1.5 second cast, but, you know, I go and I stop and all of a sudden I have five stacks of this spell and then when she changed you down to the floor with the ice, that Karastraza, I was just like, oh, man. Um <laughs> And then I end up kind of healing myself, which is where it comes into um, my favorite paladin talent, Beacon of Light. Mm. I love it. It makes, it makes, it makes it, uh, my life as a noob healer so much easier. Because all I do is like, Beacon of Light, you go and you target one of your party members um, as the beacon. But then anyone else in your party, if you heal them, then the beacon of light gets the heal as well. Oh, oh so it's uh, a cool. two for one. It's a two for one. And so mm-hmm. what happens is you go and you send a uh, beacon of light onto the main tank. Right. And then if and somebody else like gets AOE damage or any kind of, um, if the boss you know, gets a whack in or two before the, the tank is able to get the aggro back, you can heal that other person. And bam. And then... And then the tank, you know, will still get it as well. Or you can go and you can heal yourself and the tank will still get it as well. So that way you don't necessarily have to go and, you know, watch everyone's bars all the time. You can kind of just say, well, I'm just going to, you know, heal, um, you know, he, um, heal the tank or heal myself. And, and then if you, can, if you see somebody, of course, struggling, you want to go and heal them. But then you don't have to worry about the tank as much. I still set right. focus for the tank and I kind of put it in the lower left just to make sure that. You know, I, I have an idea of wh- where they are. But most of the time, you just kind of flash of light, flash of light, flash of light. Because if you do, like I, with, with a Holy Paladin, if you get um, a critical strike with Holy Shock, then it, it decreases the amount of time for your next Holy Light spell by, um, by a, a, I think it's about a second. But my haste rating is, so, um, is, is pretty good. And I, I crit a lot because I have all my skills based into critical ratings. And so I can go in flash of light instantaneously as long as I'm casting holy shock. So it's like holy shock, flash of light, holy shock, flash of light. Um, and you just kind of do that over and over and over again on the, um, on, the, uh, main, um, on the main tank. And then every once in a while, you know, divine plea, which you generate your mana, and divine illumination, which basically makes it really cheap. So those those are the main skills that if you're a holy paladin you should you should do. I really really like it. Um, you, you you're a little bit more squishy than with if you're a protection paladin. You can't kill protection paladins. You can't like they're impossible to kill because they have a huge amount of defense. They can bubble. They can AOE. 
they can, you know, block shields. You know, like it, it's almost impossible to kill an AOE paladin. And like I got a little spoiled because when I said, you know, when I was leveling up Arlaris at the beginning, when I was first in um, um, Northrend, I would look at a quest and it'll be like group quest. What group quest? You know, like I don't need a. Group. <laughs> we don't need no stinking group <laughs> quest. So it would, if, if it was anything that required three or less, no problem. I mean, there were some epic fights, you know, granted, like I, I took at level 70, I took down a level 72 elite. It took me like 10 minutes <laughs> to do it. But it, it, it was um, kind of like the, the sperm whale and the giant squid kind of going at it. Like one of them will win and Whichever one wins, like it won't be pretty afterwards, you know. Like they're going to be kind of messed up. But um, <laughs> I, I was able to do it. But like the a holy paladin, not so much. Like you can once your mana goes, you're like, uh oh, run away, <laughs> run away. <laughs> um, and many t- uh, by that time, of course, like the mob is extra pissed at you, so yeah. you can't really <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, drop aggro at that point. Yeah, and he's like, no, where do you think you're going? Um, no feign death. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, feign death. I find myself sometimes doing that. I'm like, where's my feign death? Uh, so that's one of the only things about playing a hunter <laughs> as your primary and then do it rolling another class is that you really sit there like, I want feign death. I know, I, I, I felt that way in my warlock a couple of times, yeah. <laughs> feign death, come back. Um, and then I'm trying to, one other thing I got to think about is like um, Sangfroid, who's a frost tank. I'm still trying to think if I should dual wield with him or if I should um, do a two-handed weapon. Because I keep hearing all the time that tanks shouldn't dual wield, and I don't know why. So I got to go and kind of do some more research on that and figure that out. Because it seems that if you dual wield a Death Knight, you'll get much better damage. Mm. Which is what you need to do to get... You know, to get aggro. Yeah. But at the same Gosh, time, I also hear that it's, all a, it's also about, you know, when you do hit, how much damage do you do? So it's not so much quantity, but quality kind of stuff. So yeah. I, 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 don't know, I don't know the mechanics of the game that well. So I got to kind of... Yeah. Right. And if you imagine with a staff, each hit is the sum of total. Whereas when you're dual wielding, it's, each hit is individual. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot more, a lot more um, theory craft to it than that, though. I mean, for the longest time, I th- I thought uh, hunters were a lot better off with um, dual wielding because you know you, you, you at some point you know, at fairly what is it level thirty or something you get dual wield. So you figured, well, you know that must be better than what I had to do before, which was uh, a two-handed weapon. Right. And so I, I do wield for. For the longest time, and until somebody pointed out, nah, hunters, you know, hunters uh, are much better off with a, a two-hander. So I don't know. I, I'm not. I'll, I'll uh, defer to the experts as to what's what's better and why. Uh, they can do the theory craft for us and let me know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't do the math very well. <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> I'm still one of those people that'd be like, "Does it look pretty?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> is it will, shiny? Will, is it shiny? Will it make me look awesome? Okay. Yes. Fine. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me one of them. 
I, it's a good thing. I hope they don't ever have like um, Azerothian Express because I would go through and, and reach my credit limit really quickly going through. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Azerothian Express, my gold card. Um, um, and then that's, uh, that's about it. That's what I've been doing over like the, the last week. So a little bit, like again, a little bit of rating, a little bit of kind of gold making, working a little bit on like class structure. Um, one other little thing I wanted to kind of point out um, with my my handy little um, my handy little device called the iPhone, there are a couple of great apps that if you are a WoW enthusiast that you can kind of download. Um, one of them is called WoW Talent, and it's basically a um, program for people like me who are you know commuters that who also have you know a pretty bad case of OCD because you can sit there and play around with your specs. <laughs> um, your entire commute if you go back and forth because you can basically have all the different um, um, classes on the on the app and then you can go and you can change your skill points. You can see what it would look like if you put skills into this, into that. So basically it's like the, the talent tree that you have online if you go to the World of Warcraft site except it's on your iPhone oh. and you can save your builds and stuff like that. So I've spent many, many a, uh, a um, subway ride back and forth figuring out how exactly I'm going to spec Alaris. And I, I, I do blame the application, this particular application, for the number of times that Alaris has gone back and forth between protection <laughs> and, and holy. Because I'll be there like on the, on the ride. You know too. who made like, it? Yeah. Who made some, some, it? Gold, some gold seller obviously made it. Mm. It's like, how can we get to want more gold? I oh. know. Get them to respect by giving them this great tool. <laughs> but it's a great tool you can do if you, if you have one of these fancy iPhones, or even one of those even fancier iPod touches, um, you can uh, just go to your app store and do a search for Wow Talent, and it should come right up. And it is free, free, free. Oh, great. Cool. So, and that's, that's it from the, the Alliance side there. All right. Well, we'll hear about uh, your lovemaking next week. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to probably skip out on, uh, <laughs> on the... Um, the, uh, what, what, what do they call the Valentine's Day inside of World of Warcraft again? Something like Love Festival or... Uh, yeah. Love, yeah. I, I'm definitely a curmudgeon. I'm like, love, blah, you know. Like, <laughs> stupid <laughs> goblins with wings and little arrows. I want to go... I wish you can go around in like Holy Nova and kill the <laughs> flying... <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, like this drop from the sky, dying, you know. Um, such anyway, romantic. Yeah, such a romantic. <laughs> well, they're, they're annoying because they're ah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm I'm a, my favorite one is Brewfest. I, I'm a I'm a big Brewfest person. That's the only one I'll go and do all the events for. And I just love like walking around outside the city and you just basically hear just whips, nothing but whips as people go through and. Yeah, those poor little rams. <laughs> Anything with beer and whips, Glanther's in for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, beer, whips, I'm, I'm there. Let's go. <laughs> but you know, love and like this lunar festival stuff, like honoring your elders. Bah, you know. <laughs> so that's about it. All right, and, all right. Uh, you're going to be stepping out. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. All right. Well, we got a little treat. Blade managed to squeak in his submission right after we recorded, or a couple of hours after we recorded. So I'm going to read it. 
without the benefit of uh, Asheo and Glanther to comment on it. But uh, we'll talk about it next week, and we thank Blade, and hopefully, as we said, we could have Blade on again and uh, in real life. <laughs> so, the Bladed Edge. Hey all, Blade here. I have to say, it is so nice to be back in Northrend again, gaining real experience and real quest goal now that I've successfully completed not only the Lore Master of Eastern Kingdom, but that of Kalimandor and Outland as well. As of this email, I have less than 200 quests to go. Then I'm going to give Old Blade and eat a break and start tanking again with Skullblade. Skullblade. <laughs> oh, and level 80 completely snuck up on me too. Oh, congrats, Blade. I wasn't even paying attention until I went to change my reputation experience bar to the Kaluak again from, from Netherwing. And I noticed my actual XP bar was a solid blue streak. A quick mouse over and I had less than 30,000 XP to go. Whoa. So yeah, Old Blade's officially at the proverbial end game, meaning I can't gain official XP. But the goal gets better now, and from my brief calculation, it looks like a bonus of probably 25% from what one would have gotten before level 80. So, from less than 500 gold yesterday to just under 2,000 gold today. Woohoo! <laughs> Granted, I have been pickpocketing like a mad fiend, so it's not all quest gold, but the majority of the Zoldrak quests were netting me more than 12 gold a pop, and I had quite a few left to do. Lots of gold, oh, and a little surprise in the mail once you hit 80. Not telling, though. Onwards. From the Dirty Little Tricks Department. More lore for the warriors, mainly because I've been thinking a lot more about tanking once I finish the achievement thing with Blade Tusk. That said, this one's a no-brainer. It's a macro. starts with slash cast revenge and then slash cast heroic strike. Basically, it's a quick and dirty way to snag a bit more threat. If you're like me and have your key binding already mapped number two is devastate plus victory rush as i mentioned in a previous episode number three is shield slam and number four is revenge there's a lot more room there's not a lot more room for extra stuff especially if you add charge thunderclap and other tricks or trinkets or oh crap health recovery macros <laughs> so slip Heroic strike into the mix underneath the revenge button, which means if your revenge isn't up, then heroic strike will go off. But here's where you will have to pay a little attention. It's not overly wise to use heroic strike with impunity unless you have more than, say, 50 rage. Doing so might throw off your shot rotation. He has shot rotation in quotes, <laughs> since you're not really a hunter. <laughs> and leave you short on rage when you need it for bigger threats skill like shield slam so basically don't spam the button right away heroic strike replaces your regular white attack and thus instead of gaining rage as you would with a normal white attack you'll actually lose rage doing that too often too quickly has the distinct possibility of shaving down your rage rather quickly so i wouldn't spam the button until you've gone through your rotation completely at least once and you should have enough rage built up by then after that remember where where it 
your heroic slate strike key is. And also remember, if you have the glyph of revenge, your next heroic strike costs no rage. So you can ignore everything I just said. <laughs> From Old Blade's Easter Egg button Basket, deep into Northrend in the area of death and un. An unliving voodoo called Zoldrak lives a formidable individual, Woden the Troll Servant. This guy's working with Gulthok at the Amphitheater of Anguish, which is basically the Ring of Blood from Outland version 2.0. What's so unusual about, unusual about this Woden fellow? It is the fact that his goblin chum, Guthrak, is riding on a really small mammoth calf. Actually, it's Woden's pet companion, none other than Xenia. Xena! The warrior kitten. <laughs> How funny. Now, this one, this next one is a bit odd. In the northeast of the hinterland, there's an area called Saradane, one of the four locations of the portals that connect Azeroth to the Emerald Dream. Like the other three, it is in an area populated with dragon and dragonkin, but that isn't the interesting part of this particular area. If you follow a path northeast into the mountain, you will come across what looks like a large dragon skull partially surrounded by a circle of rocks accompanied by the ambiguous humanoid skeleton and skulls lying ar littered around the area. Look at the rocks care closely. Do they have faces etched on them? Also, the tallest of the rocks seem to be radiating a blue aura around its base. We've seen this sort of rock configuration before. In Arathi Highland at various circles of bindings, but what is the explanation for the circle of stones and bones where it is located at Saradon? I don't know the answer to this one, but I do know that it's been around since before either of the expansions. There's plenty of places like this waiting to be discovered by the keen-eyed adventurer. So if you guys know about this, you know, give us, write us at controlallwow at gmail.com and let us know. And I'm really intrigued. Thanks for bringing that up, Blaine. And as always, an awesome podcast, guys. Until next week, for the horde, Blade. So we're going to head right into emails. And I'll read the first one. Just before we do, uh, model of the week. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, I know you, you've um, talked about it previously. It's Altaholic. Mm -hmm. people, are, people often ask us, uh, what mods do we use as... Uh, as altaholics, well, altaholic uh, is one that um, you've talked about before, but it, it does something that I didn't know was possible, and uh, so for that reason, I'm now using it, and and so it's unfortunately for me, it's uh, it does uh, um, add up all the days I've played on all turns on that account. So oh, now I know wow. precisely. I didn't even look at that. <laughs> how much I've. I've uh, I've done and, and how much gold I've got. So I, I try not to look at those. But what it does do is let you link in chat the, uh, you know, how, how now there's a, a little chain thing uh, at the top of um, your professions windows that lets you link your profession in, uh, in chat. So, for example, if you, you know, dual crafter or inscriptionist or whatever and you're not online with that rates. one you uh, can yeah well no well you can do it it's built into the game now rather than link you know all the 
different things that you're trying to do, you can or that you can make. Right. You just put a link that's that's your specific um, trade skills, and people can click on it and browse through what it is that you can do. Right. Um, well, you can't normally you can't link to people uh, your professions of your alts, but uh, Altaholic lets you do that. Uh, so it's a it's a great replacement for. Um, what was that one that we used to use? It collect all the ones for the for the, everybody in the guild. Uh, I can't remember what DB it's called Craft. now, but DB Craft. Mm-hmm. So not quite as good because you actually have to be online, but at least you can link to people uh, your uh, alts professions and, and what they can make, or you can check for yourself uh, what it is. You know, somebody says, "Oh, if you've got this dual crafting design, then, and uh, if you haven't got them all memorised, then um, you can you can check it out." And it wasn't particularly obvious to me how you do it because I actually saw somebody do it in Guild Chat and I, I whispered and said, hey, how the hell, hell did you do that? And they said, oh, surely I probably just told you about Altaholic. I said, yeah, she has, but I didn't know I could do this. Yeah, they just, uh, they updated it and they added a whole bunch of cool new features. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's actually in the in the skills section. If you, if you highlight on skills, it lists all your tunes and it, as the column title just says Prof 1, Prof 2 um, and, and has just has a number that is your skill beside it. Uh, but if you actually uh, left-click on that number, it uh, takes you to a window that, that actually shows you all your skills. And in, and in the top part of that, there's the, the familiar-looking chain link that, that will let you link in chat. Oh, so, yeah. very cool. And you can also share information between accounts. So, of course, before, yes. you could only know what was on a particular account that you happen to be on, you know, because it was accessing what was in the uh, the file on that account. But there's a button there that lets you account share. And if yep. you um, target a person and click account share and they agree, you know, you have to set it up in the config. There's a config place that you have to check a box. Then you can share what that alt has and all the alts on that account has on the other account. So, and that makes yep. it even much more useful. Yep. I've, I've refrained from doing that. Why? Because then it'll, then it'll add up <laughs> all of my days. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I, I'm keeping them separate. But, uh, yeah, no, cool, cool add on. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're an ultraholic like us. Uh, go grab it. Yeah. That's a, that's a great. So, I'm going to read the first email, which is from our buddy Xandar. Or as we have called him, Jason. But uh, uh, if you remember, a couple of weeks ago, they were uh, we got an email from Jason from Xander's wife, and uh, he he's writing. <laughs> I feel kind of funny right reading this, but uh, you know <laughs> we feel like we're a part of the whole thing, anyways. Uh, his wife and he and his wife have spoken, um, and. I guess, uh, I don't know. She wrote the podcast, so I assumed that we were supposed to read the email on the podcast. But uh, she said that she didn't mention, he didn't mention the, that we mentioned her letter. But they had a good talk, and he read the email, and he agrees that he plays uh, a little bit too much. And so now he's uh, limiting himself to playing on the weekend and to a minimum. And uh, he... Yeah. Uh, He's still Everything in moderation. Right, right. And he's still level 35 with his hunter. But he did um, have something that he wanted to share with Blade. And um, 
he says that uh, he was adventuring in Shalazar Basin, and he found a little mm-hmm. thing near a pond. Uh, fortunately, he couldn't get the coordinates, but if you put your cursor on it, uh, but you put your cursor on it and it spouts off five different numbers. He says, hey, Blade, have you seen this? Could this be a reference to the TV loss? <laughs> uh, it certainly is. Yeah. I, I have seen that. I, I stumbled over that myself one day and and, uh, and pointed it out to some people in Guild Chat. It's actually it's on a little island, and uh, it's a, uh, what do you call it, a hatch. Like oh, a, to an airplane door. No, oh, to, no, a, to, a, like, to a submarine. Sub, yeah, right. Okay. It's, that it's it's a a hatch like that, and it, it has engraved into the hatch four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty three, forty two, the mysterious uh, lost number sequence. Oh, that's, so that's I thought funny. that was that was very cool. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you want to read the next letter? Sure. So the next one's from Mo. Hi, enjoyed your hundredth episode, and know it's not an easy task to talk for two hours, even if you do love well. But what an awesome podcast! And thank you so much. And then, and then, so much for rolling my way. I told my girlfriend who tolerates my well very patiently, and she now expects me to win the lottery. I guess I better go play if I want to win that too. I'm truly grateful for your work and winning. With work and juggling everyday life stuff, wow time is fun for me, and believe it or not, very relaxing. And listen to all of you is fun as well. It was nice to hear Blade as well. I can't wait to see your WoW video as I'm curious to see how you're dual boxing. Well, this week, you will not believe it, I really am speechless. I got the reins of the green proto-drake. Wow, Kratz. Yes, it is by far the coolest thing I've ever looted in WoW. As you can imagine, I'm very excited and I'll try to send you a screenshot of it. Well, take care till the next time. Well, take care all till the next email and podcast. And he did send a picture, so I included it in the show notes. Congratulations, and uh, enjoy your... Congrats. Yeah. Enjoy your green prototype. And, uh, and then we have email number three, which is from Rick. Hey, guys. Thank you for reading my email. It's great to find out I'm breaking the terms of service through my favorite WoW podcast. <laughs> Both accounts are paid for by me, but I'm sure it's still against the rule. Hopefully, I'll be 60 soon and I can leave my friend's account in the dust. I don't think dual boxing is... If, go- you're paying for them, if he's paying for them both, then effectively he owns them both, doesn't he? That's, right, so but that, you're not yeah, supposed to share. So, if his friend is using it, then he's sharing. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, and if he's using it at any time, then he's basically... It's, it's all about protecting... The liability of the account, and you know, as much as you think your friend is a good person, or you know, even though they might be honest and wonderful, they can still click on something they're not supposed to click on and get a keylogger, and then that opens up, you know, you to liability. Yep, it's true. Yeah. Plus, Blizzard don't get as much money. Right, <laughs> that's the bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think dual box is going to work for me at the moment. Alt tabbing between my warlock and paladin in alderman instances. Didn't work out so well. Well, you know, I don't really... If I'm in an instance with a group, it, it is kind of hard. It's it's much better for grinding and stuff. Or yeah. if you're, like... I mean, if I take my Death Knights into uh, Alderman, I probably wouldn't have any problems. So you have to just kind of pick and choose when and where you can go. 
you know, anyways, thanks for the advice. Sorry I didn't say hello to Blade last week or mention happy 100th episode. Great show. Cheers, Rick. All right. Well, thank you, Rick. Um, and oh, and and also answering um, Xandar, I will be putting out a, that uh, video either tomorrow or Monday. I have all the feeds and everything because I took it from two different angles and then from each computer. I mean, from each uh, account. I mean, you know, yep. that was running. So uh, check our feed on uh, youtubecom control Oh, wow. And if you want to write us as well, you can write us at controlaltwow@gmail.com. And as always, we would like to hear uh, iTunes. We'd like to see <laughs> iTunes reviews. So go to iTunes and uh, give us a review. Hey, you know the other thing that we never mentioned, what? and and yet it it amazes me the number of people that just somehow found me anyway and follow me. We never mentioned our Twitter IDs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm not that far, hard to find. No. I'm just a Shayo. Right. And I'm a Prillian. <laughs> <laughs> so it's twitter.com uh, yeah. slash a Prillian. And uh, we do have a, a Control Alt Wow feed that just, I just spout out when we're putting up the show, when the show is put up. So that's uh, twitter.com slash Control Alt Wow. And yep. there's a website, controlaltwow.com, where all the show notes and stuff are. So do you uh do you have are you running? I am. Okay. It's your turn to roll this uh, week, but if you're not running, yeah, then I can I'm roll. Running. I, I, uh, okay. Let's see. Cuz if I uh if I roll now, the people I'm in the party will with we'll, we'll we'll what was that roll for? <laughs> <laughs> well, um you know what? Do we have anything about previous winners, or we just let it let people win again and again? What do you think we should do on that? Um, I think someone has won twice, twice in a row. In a row. Okay. So there is a there is a precedent. Yeah. All right. So Mo, you've won again. <laughs> it rolled two. So uh, let me know if you want another month, or if you want the authenticator. And I think we're gonna put a limit on two times in a row. Probably two is yeah, enough, two yeah. Times in a row. So let us know, you know, if you want that other month or the authenticator. I think you already have an authenticator. So yep. I think that's it for today. Um, we'll be seeing you next week with love in the air. <laughs> we'll Will be... we uh, int- introduce the next week's show with the theme from the love boat, perhaps? Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, hopefully we'll be recording in the middle of it, so that'll be nice. Maybe the same time next week. Yeah, we'll try and get it out before um, Lovers in the Air ends so that uh, if we learn anything, uh, people have got a chance to to act on it before it finishes. All right. Okay. This is a brilliant for the Horde. And this is a show for the Horde. And this is Glanther for the Alliance. Give or take you like me like sail here it's been real may you always be victorious may the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you always may our paths cross again catch you later Aldir Shalah go in peace